One, two, three, do it. Oh, Oh, right, all oh, right, all oh, right, all oh, right. We back in studio. We're still on the bye week, but we're coming off the bye. We're still gonna be buzzed tonight, though, Mike. Oh yeah. I'm your host Ed Brown Merkel. That's Mike Anderson with me as always. Mike, we have special guest today. Special, yeah. It's a loose term. We have special guest today. <laughs> Some Packer faithfuls sitting across from us. That's right. Yeah. You could almost say diehard. You haven't had anything you needed to die hard for. You went to far to Rogers, okay? What do we Don't say give me this die hard crap. What do we say friends of the show? We live friends hard. Of the podcast. Friends of the road. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Acquaintances of the show. Returning. <laughs> Returning for second, third? Probably no, oh, third. I've had a few drafts. Probably I've got to be third, like the, the third, number fourth, one probably. guest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. probably most most often guest. Um if Ed didn't look so far it? away, I mean, it'd be... I'd what's be what, what's your name? Jimothy? <laughs> at, at times. Jimothy, okay. Yeah. What's, what's, what's the Twitter handle? Uh, it is Scani underscore 33. Oh, well, you lost us at Scani. Ah, so. yeah, boo, boo. Not that we need to get into this, but we're rolling our fourth quarterback. We're bringing the Vanden Boom this week. Yeah. We're oh. focused on the NFL, so we'll let's... see if that game right, happens, yeah. but... Yeah. So we, we got Jimmy. We also got Nick in studio. Nick, you, you know what your Twitter handle is? Uh, at Nicholas Zern. Good luck spelling that one. Uh, <laughs> first time in the studio. A long-time listener. Love the show every week. Um, yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to have you here, and it's, uh, it's interesting that you're listening to a Vikings podcast weekly, so you know, we'll take all the years we can. Well, with, uh, you, you know, know, there's not a lot of good, I hate to say it, not a lot of good Packers podcasts. Oh, right. You're not wrong. Mike, so we're beating out the Packers in at least one facet. Of <laughs> that's right. And Mike yeah. talks about the Packers enough, so I figure I might as well tune that's, in. That's fair, okay. Nick's <laughs> also a big comedy fan. So I do yeah, mix it. Gotta, gotta tune in. So, so if, if you're wondering, I'm at Namak7, that's... Uh, Muskie underscore Mike. Yeah. Uh... Part of the Quantum Pocket Network on Daily Norseman. You're where you're listening to us, probably. So, you know, we have a good time here. And this is Bi-Week Buzz Part 2.1, I guess. And Packer Preview. Which and Packer Preview. Typically, most common or most popular show of the year. I mean, it, right it, gets, it gets the listeners, like, in, especially in years like this, the one win we want to get. Gets the people gets going. That's a lot of pressure. It's our Super Bowl now at this point, but we'll get to that. That, that yeah. one win could take you guys out of that bye week, and that's all we want. That's all we want. It's one, we'll one, one time. Yeah. All right, Mike. But before we get into that game, before we get into the game, let's talk about the NFC North. Yeah, uh, a bit surprising, honestly. Uh, I did not see, minus last night, I did not see the Bears competing. Well, competing is a loose term, but I did not see them being where they are record-wise. They're five and two. Yeah. Five and two, and I mean, I think I think a lot of people are still thinking that's kind of a soft five and two, almost... Almost reminiscent of kind of like the Vikings were 5-0 and um, 2016. Kind of something seemed like it was unsustainable how they were winning games and maybe some of that's crashing down now with the quarterback play and the offensive issues. But 5-2 um, and two now, I think you guys are 5-1. and one, So you're, you're atop the North and I think technically the first seed right now. First seed in the NFC. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, a bit of a surprise. Lions still kind of being Lions and they're 3-3, three and three, right? 
three and three, but I think they got a few games coming up right now that are three and three. Yeah. They're in their favor, so I think Lions might make a little bit of a push here, um, record-wise at least. But um, kind of keep it a little bit interesting. But yeah, keep it interesting for sure. So we'll see where well, they still have two against Minnesota. <laughs> I mean, those are free ones wins, right? You know. Well, that and they build off of the crumbling Atlanta Falcons, who continue to amaze people at how they lose games. So I mean, they win there. They got Colts coming up tough, and then. You know, Vikings, listen, Washington. okay. Atlanta Falcons is a really good football team. They are tough to beat. Um, so I think I think we can say with explicit experience. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was. Uh, well, we won't get into that. They don't need to get into yeah, that. we do not need to get into that. Trust Cir- me. Circling back to to the Bears, because I, I I think you know we don't talk. I think we all think the Bears are a joke most of the time. We kind of we bond over the Bears hatred. Yes. Um, so look at their schedule this year. They've beat the Lions, the Giants, the Falcons. Uh, they lose to the Colts. Then they beat the Bucks in the game, the infamous uh, Brady didn't know what down it was, I believe, game, right? Yes, 2019. that is it. Uh, yep. we made, they beat the Panthers on the road, um, a Panthers team that I think now is 4 and, or 3 and 3. 3, and, I think 3 and 3. And two, yeah, 3 and 3, yeah. I think yeah, they were 3 and 2 coming last week. And then lose to the Rams last night in, in uh, definitely their ugliest game of the year, a uh, oh, game yeah. where they looked horrific. But the Bears, they're still a really stout defensive team. Panthers 3-4. Panthers 3-4, okay. They lost to the Saints. Uh, a stout defensive team. They have some weapons on offense. Mm-hmm. In, in Allen Robinson, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Dave Montgomery, obviously they lost Cohen, I think, for the year. Cohen's out for um, the year, yeah. Anthony Miller, they've got Jimmy Graham, who who do you two know well. Obviously didn't have a, a ton of success with you all, but still a guy that's had a little bit of a resurgence lately with them. Mm-hmm. So they're 5-2. and two. We're completely discrediting them overall. Right. Why? I guess it, what is it? Coaching or what? Why do we not have faith in a team that we just? They have well, good defense. They have players on offense. Why? <laughs> why can't they? Inconsistency. Well, offensively. I, for I me. mean, and I'm just I'm just looking at it right now. You look at their defense is seventh in points allowed at 140, and their differential is negative two. You beat me to that, Ed. Yeah. Because um, their, their points four are sixth worst at right. 138. So they're a five and two team with a negative two point differential. Which that is, right there which is one hundred percent why I have no faith in them. Is their offense in today's day and age is not going to bode well for them. I'm, I will say though, their defensive line really impressed me against the Rams last night. They have a yeah. lot of different athletes that they rotate in through there, and they can bring a lot of pressure. So very impressed there. But when you're playing from behind, that doesn't do mm-hmm. you a whole lot of good. So are they a quarterback? A different, an athletic different quarterback away from being. Let's say let's say that we forego this year, and you're able to insert a player, um, you know, of a, a Dak, a Kyler, a Russ. Obviously, it's hard to find that kind of a player. But let's just say hypothetically, if you move that caliber of a quarterback into that team, do they then become in a, a very good football team with that defense that they have there? I, I think so. You mentioned the the threats they have at receiver, and actually, another surprise last night was Mooney, the rookie receiver they have. Um, Al Robinson's. I don't know if that's what yeah, with with him and Miller. Miller Miller's a great one too. So they have a three deep speed there too. Um you get Tariq Cohen back who the joystick in the backfield as they call him. Like they have the skill positions. I think it's their offensive coordinator and coaching is just going out. Play calling, decision making with quarterback, that kind of thing. Third and one, you're right around or sorry, fourth and one, you're right around the fifty yard line and you run a weird sweep. Cordero. To Cordero Patterson. <laughs> I just don't understand it. Like you 
It, I think coaching is holding them back, and the Bears will be the Bears. They not, are who we, th- we, we will are. not tolerate Cordero Patterson <laughs> slander in this podcast. <laughs> they are who we thought they were. Thank you, Ed. We let, yes. them off the let them off the hook. You want to call them? Call them. <laughs> It'd be fun, uh, you know, as we get into, well, for us, next week, but later on after Green Bay season's done, it'd be fun to have a podcast where we talk about uh, longevity of the North and where we see them, you know, yeah. the three- to five-year plan. Because I think it's interesting for you guys with, obviously, we have a lot of unknowns in your first two draft picks, right? And we joke about it all the time, but, um, you know, Jordan Love come in, hasn't played a snap. I thought it was interesting, and I want to get your, your uh, thoughts on this. <clears throat> as we get to the Vikes game, but uh, A.J. Dillon didn't really play last week when you didn't have Aaron Jones. I, I was a little surprised by that. I thought maybe he'd get in the mix a little more. And, and uh, But it'll be interesting to see where you guys think you are in a, in a three- to five-year plan. Obviously, Rodgers is the big question mark, but you have some young, talented pieces in, in Jair Alexander, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, potentially. Before, um, before we get to that, let's just pause for a second and look at the quarterbacks in the North right now. you got Aaron Rodgers, who's... I mean, yeah, he's what forty something, forty. Thirty six, I believe. Thirty seven. Going to be wow. Okay, but but so clearly, like he's doing well this year. But at what point do you pull the plug and, and you shift from him? Then you got um, Stafford, Stafford, who isn't getting any younger, and then you have whatever the situation is in Chicago, and you got the Vikings that are stuck with Kirk Cousins right now. Like this division, I think in three years, quarterback wise, I don't. You might not recognize a damn name in 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 the group right now. Oh, we already know Jordan Love. Yeah, Jordan Love. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Rodgers will turn 37 in December this year. Um, okay. Stafford's got to be pretty close Stafford to that. Stafford will be 33 in February, Yeah, which has got to be lower. Cousins is at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think the anyway. bigger deal with these quarterbacks is that you're seeing the league transition into mobility is massive. right? right. And right. and mobility used to be defined by a young Aaron Rodgers was a mobile quarterback. He was, he was one of the yeah. most mobile quarterbacks in the league. And well, now, and now, now well, it's defined as it's, it's the Pat Mahomes, it's the Russell Wilson who exactly. can get out and just eviscerate you on the edge if you don't cover that. Ex- and and get away, like any throw when they get away. Get and, away from yeah, pressure is yeah. the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. You, well, you can get over a bad offensive line. You can get away from yeah. good defensive schemes. Guys can get away from those plays. Mm-hmm. R- Russell Wilson fell to the third round because he's 5'11". And then you look at Tyler's. Kyler Murray got drafted number one overall because that whole storyline is flipped and look at what he did against them the other night like that yeah. was an insanely was fun game to watch so like I think you're right and that's that's the shift it's just at the same time your Matt Nagy's of the world aren't going to be able to coach those players I think that's getting right. back to Mike's original thing I think that's what's yeah. holding back Chicago. and, and that's, that's where you look at some some issues where it's like oh the Vikings could have drafted Pat Mahomes like it wouldn't have mattered we do not have a coaching staff that can actually do things with Pat Mahomes that Pat Mahomes needs to do it, it that's the reality of it. You need to have Stefanski might have been. Stefanski maybe maybe seen what he's been doing. But but if you're talking about Kubiak right now, no. there's not no. Kubiak cannot handle a Pat Mahomes or a Lamar Jackson the way they need to be handled, or even Russell Wilson. Like I, I think you need to have a perfect pairing of either OC or head coach to be able to deal with a, a player yeah. like that and that kind of style and that kind of scheme and giving the him the, the power to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I think we saw that. I think we were talking. I think last year on the podcast, like if if Zim doesn't win that playoff game, maybe Stefanski's our guy, and we go with him, and and he's the one that gets us a quarterback like that and allows him to have that freedom. Yeah, I I mean I I was afraid of that happening. I liked Stefanski, and I think he's done really good things mm-hmm. in Cleveland. Um, For year one, too, even right, right. Which as Nick and I know from last year, like year one, there was a lot of 
headbutting that everyone was like trying to pit Aaron Rodgers against Matt LaFleur and year two is a totally different story once they get that full year of work under him so I mean I I think Stefanski in Cleveland could be very interesting to watch and I'm glad he's not still with you <laughs> I'll tell you that maybe we'll trade Zimmer for him I don't know Zimmer for a washing machine. Uh, yeah. You know, I looked at our washing machine, and, you know, even though we needed it, it's like, you know, I got to pull the trigger on this trade. I'm a very aggressive owner. So. Um, all right, enough Bears talk. Uh, other than that. I'm glad you get that. <laughs> other than that, you've got uh, only one team undefeated uh, in the Pittsburgh Steelers winning a hard fought game against the Titans. Division. Um, so they are 6-0. and uh, Green Bay and Seattle tied for the best record in the NFC. Um, we were talking on the way up here. I think that uh, you've got a lot of teams that are kind of in the mix right mm-hmm. now, and it's hard to really differentiate who is better than who at this exact moment, right? So this is where it gets fun, and over the next three to four weeks, that's, that's um, where we really understand. going to get the tier difference, yeah. you know? Yeah, let the bye weeks kind of settle out, and teams yeah. get more on even ground and everything. Yep. But... Yeah, I mean, anyone have anything outside of Minnesota Green Bay that they they want to make a point of in the general NFL that they saw this week going into the rest of? Um, I mean, I'd like to I'd like to do a roundtable question actually, and we already I labeled the Bears as a surprise. Other than that, like one surprise this year that you've seen out of the NFL could be any team, could be anything, play calling COVID wise. Just one one surprise you have, or one thing you've been shocked about. Who do you want to start? Oh, uh, Host Ed, Eddie B. Certain enough. Um, I think one of the most surprising for me is um, the Raiders this year. I Ed? mean, they're a little bit dichotomic right with with how they're playing, but they go out there and and they hand Kansas City their first loss, um, their only loss so far this season, and Huge. that looked like a decent decent football team there. So this is a team that that can be scary if they can get into the dance. I, I don't think you want to play this team because this, they're scary. They got a decent quarterback play. They seem to be improving on almost every facet of the ball. And John Gruden's there for another, what, eight, seven, eight years, something like that. Their stadium just opened. Um, so I think the Raiders are on the up and up, and I, I wouldn't have really pegged them for this, that kind of a jump this year, and especially to go toe-to-toe against Kansas City and, and take them down. It's That was a big surprise to me. Um, I think everything else is kind of falling the way I thought, obviously with a surprise with Chicago, but... Yeah, sure. To me, I think it's Oakland. That's that's a good football team. That their record is three and three, but don't be surprised if they make a late push. Yeah, they got talent there. So, I like it. I like yeah. it. Ed, great point. Great point. Nick, surprise in the NFL this year. Well, I'm gonna go with uh, what Mike and I and you talked about on the way up here with Tampa Bay. Um, <laughs> coming into the year, I didn't really know what to expect from Brady and all the pieces that they have coming together. Different um, receivers and you know Gronk coming in. And really turning into old Gronk here in the last couple yeah. of weeks, um, but yeah, and they pulled off a couple couple big wins in the last two weeks here. So it's going to be interesting to see what they um, are able to do going forward here. So interesting fuel to the old Brady versus Belichick fire on Chief yeah, or who was better well, exactly. And now right? they're bringing and, in Antonio Brown, and, and that, that's that's something that's that's especially interesting. And we've talked about in the past in the podcast of how COVID. Has, has made like teams that are very established and have a lot of their starters returning, they seem to have an edge, and we kind of see that play out in how the games are going and how um, the, we see these score sheets go. But you look at Tampa Bay where you know Tom Brady wasn't there, and now you bring in Gronk, you know, right. and, and he hasn't played in, in a full year, and you bring in all these pieces and you're trying to meld them together. And I think 
we saw that kind of shake out in the first couple of weeks. It wasn't quite quite what it needed to be. But I think they've done an excellent job of getting that up to speed quickly um, for right. those guys. So, Which is super impressive. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Tampa Bay is going to be a tough team to beat in, in this, this this stretch here and in the playoffs. Right, if they yeah. keep playing like they do, yeah. 100%. Yeah, I yeah. love it. No, I mean, you take out Jameis Winston's 30 interceptions, look what can happen. It's crazy. Yeah, but he also had 30, 30 touchdowns. 30 30 here. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a stat 30. that's probably good. I mean, 30 30 vision is pretty damn good. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Nick, thanks for the point. As I continue just to take this whole segment, Mike, what is your. What's your take here? Uh, are, you the, are you the host now? Is that... I just stole this segment. <laughs> okay, okay. I think, so. uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go kind of quick hit. I've got three really quick ones. So one, Ooh. Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Mike Tomlin. Yeah. I mean, proven that. Hey, Mike Tomlin does um, not have a losing season. You know, a little bit. Yes, last year they had they had a they had a lot of turmoil. There, there turmoil. There was the whole, you know, oh should should Tomlin go and the Antonio Brown how should he handled everything. They lost Big Ben. Whatever. Guess what? They're six and zero. They're the last. Team standing right now, so and they, they, and them. They, 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 it's not they haven't played an easy schedule either. They've played no. some good teams. They haven't played a tough schedule either. No, but they, but they, they played, played they played some team. good de- decent just teams. now. The five before that weren't that it, okay, it, but whatever. They're six right. and zero. Oh, it takes you know, as Vikings fans know, though you know the first no six one don't necessarily free, matter. Um, <laughs> they blew out the Browns. They beat the Browns, Eagles. Decent team. They beat Eagles, the Texans. Okay. Free win. Free win. Texans. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Mike might have a point. <laughs> um, uh, second, uh, Arizona, Kyler Murray. Um, right. I was telling Jimmy, I think Kyler Murray is going to win multiple MVPs. And then, this, this, this is what I pegged going into this year. I'm like, Kyler Murray, that kid's a baller. Ooh. And I think you're going to see him, just, like, especially once you got Nuck in there. Are you kidding me? Outdueling Russ. Like, you kidding me? TV. Well, I hate, time. I hate that. That's, that's a statement. But he is like a Russ with a better core to start. Like, right. they're, they're very similar athletes. I think. He's more of a runner than Russ was to be sure, with, sure. but like talented, like it's, arm wise and like the throws he yeah. makes. Like and it's, now it's he's such got a baller. He has the mentality. I think he has he has the aggressiveness to get it done. And yeah, it, it, watch the Arizona Cardinals. They're going to be a fun team to watch Plus, for the next next decade. Yeah, the coaching. I love their coaching there too. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Mike. Third and then one. the last one. This one might get you guys a little bit, but I'm going to say the the Miami Dolphins organization. Uh, they is it Tua? Two, no, no, but but a year and a half ago. They were the laughing stock of the NFL mm-hmm. to a point that it was like, "What are we doing here?" Yeah, uh, right. you, like this thing shouldn't even be right. a functional organization in but a minor league. There were and, players and now, like talking about sitting out oh, and stuff like and that. And now yeah. they've brought in the right players. They've drafted well. They've changed coaching staff. Right. So, so, so right now they're three and three. Like I said, they're, they're tied for the last playoff spot in right. the AFC. Right. So, and then then they, they they draft Tua, which I mean, so far so good with that. Then they also make trades savvy enough against Bill O'Brien. Let's be fair, but, but <laughs> they got his first in twenty twenty one, which right now I think is projecting to be the third overall. That's a pretty good pick to yeah. have in yeah. addition yeah. to their I mean, normal the pick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, they're, they're I think I got right now behind the two New York teams. Hundred percent agree with you there. I think that's that is an organization that's going to have a quick turnaround here, and if they can continue to make those those good picks on in the draft days and and scout those players properly, and use their money wisely because I think they also have a lot of cap space. If they can do that, I think they're going to be extremely competitive in the next couple of years. But the the the, and the last piece of this that I was going to say is that they made a very difficult decision to bench uh, right. Fitzpatrick right. Yeah. to start Tua because they know they're going to have a high pick in a draft that's going to feature three alleged uh, franchise quarterbacks, right? right. There, there's three guys that people think in... Uh, Lance Fields and uh, 
Lawrence uh -huh. that are legitimate face of the franchise players. And so, so figure out what you have now. While they're playing well, they bench quarterback for a rookie they took really high to to see what they got. And I mean that does that injury matter? Is, is he is he what we thought he was? So he I just think I think the or the change that we've seen in a year and a half, two years. Yeah. I mean, props to Miami for for doing what they're doing. That's that's my last one. Yeah, agreed. One hundred percent agree. I think it's a great point. Yeah. Gets lost in a lot of the shuffle, I think. I think in yeah, today's cool. NFL, so let's see the Vikings take some of that uh, mentality here. <laughs> we need to get rid of Zimmer first, then we can go there. Oh yeah, you think? All right, let's just yeah, get into okay. the preview a little bit. <laughs> Man. All right, so that's kind of around the, the NFL how the around turn the, the North, but how the turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mike, you want you want to lead us into this section here? I can't I can't look at that number. No, <laughs> uh, I can. So Minnesota Vikings uh, going to Lambeau. So it's Viking Packer week. Typically yeah. fun. Most of the time fun. You didn't lose last week. Um, yeah, Vikings not coming off loss. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't we, though? <laughs> uh, there are no winners in bye weeks, but there uh, are some losers. Miss if you all follow Mike, he had a great tweet last week. We couldn't help our draft stock by not losing. That was one of my favorite uh, tweets of last yeah. weekend from Mike. Um, Minnesota one and five coming off the bye. Green Bay five and one coming off a 35-20 victory against Houston. The game that actually got a little nervous. You get, I think it was like eleven, and and they had the ball at midfield, and then uh, ended up turning it over on a first down, but ended up winning by fifteen. Yep. Uh, Rodgers had a great game. Adams had a great game. No Aaron Jones, so um, good win there. Uh, Minnesota obviously week one loses 43-34 to Green Bay. At home, a game which was not as close as the score would indicate. No, it was not within nine points. That's garbage. Um, and now Minnesota's 0-3 in their last three against Green Bay after previously having a 5-1-1 stretch yeah. um, where, you know, we were rolling pretty well with the, the new stadium and whatnot. So, um, yeah, Green Bay opened uh, and I think currently sits as a 6.5 points uh, favorite. I thought at wow. one point it had moved to 7.5. I'm not sure how it stays at 6.5, but... Um, yeah, that's where we sit. Obviously, two teams going uh, different directions. I think Minnesota is uh, headed towards a, a top 10 pick, and Green Bay is headed towards a top seed in the NFC. So uh, that is the setup for the game. Gentlemen, and what what do we think here? I mean, Gentlemen I, and Jimmy? <laughs> what, uh, maybe, maybe we let, we let uh, the leaders of the North lead off here and... and let me ask you this: How how are you feeling about the squad overall right now, and and what are the initial thoughts? Obviously, coming into a game in which you probably should be favored more than you are. <laughs> you think? I think favored so. more than we are. Um, I think so. Favored more than they should be, or favored less than they should be, or, or, or you you should probably be like 10, 12. You should, you should yeah, be yeah. higher. And you should be more favored. Nick, I'll let you take it right away. Just to concur, Mike, it is six and a half. It is six and a half. And okay. a total of fifty. I might have to make a trip. For the, yeah, make a trip to can, Iowa. Can here. I, can yeah. I, I, you're right. I'm on Bovada right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we do not endorse any illegal. No. Oh, sorry. You can. I'm going to turn this month's mortgage payment into next year's mortgage payment. Okay. <laughs> next month's rent. Um, I feel pretty good about the game. Um, obviously, our run defense has struggled this year, and yeah. um, you got Delvin on the other side. You know, he's potentially, always, potentially, he's, or Madison. You know, both are very strong running backs. So. Unless you need a half yard. Unless you need well, a half yard of Madison. God, I gotta leave. Kind of I got, I'm just gonna every every. <laughs> I, did, I wasn't gonna bring it up, but you know, holes so that need to be Smith hit that were in those anyway. Um, but just I just kick outside. <laughs> You hit a nerve, Nick. You hit a nerve. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, Move along. 
But yeah, I think uh, it's going to be a high-scoring game, I think, um, with both defenses struggling. Obviously, you guys have a, a weak secondary going against Rodgers, who is just an impeccable football player, obviously. Complete specimen on the field. Um, wow. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, it's... It's going to be fun. What are they going to do for here, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> As Ed would say, I think it's going to be plus be plus 90. Why did you have one microphone? We can't cut people off now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to base style microphone mutes here. but <laughs> James, anything to add? <laughs> Where to add? Uh, no, I think you hit on a few good points. Um, one, one thing I'll be very interested about is... Uh, Jair Alexander and him against Thielen. Thielen is the one player that's actually kind of gone off against him. I didn't. I don't know how much they had him lined up in week one, but the last three weeks he hasn't allowed a catch in man coverage, and it's been against Will Fuller, Mike Evans. I'm blanking on the week before, but he's he's allowed zero catches in man coverage, and he's far and away the highest graded. Uh, cornerback in man-to-man coverage. If you take Thielen out of your passing game, yes, I think Justin Jefferson's going to be a stud, but can a rookie carry your passing game? Kyle Rudolph's on... Watch him. On, in a walker, basically, out there. Does he catch everything? Yes, but he has zero yaks. So, like, I'm I'm curious how that line, matchup goes, uh, and I'm curious how the two healthy linebackers come back. We have um, a boy from your hometown here, uh, Minnesota. Kamal Martin. Kamal Martin. He played 25% of the snaps. He was our starter coming out of training camp until a knee injury the week one hurt him. Um, but he was the highest graded linebacker last year or last week for us. And he played, so he played last week. Huh? Yeah, he played 25% of the snaps, and he had he was credited with a bunch of stops. He had a couple good hits on the the nuke trade bait um, in David Johnson. And I, I think Dave Johnson's actually been pretty good this year. Sidebar. <laughs> no sidebar. No. For, no, 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 no. Sidebar or sidebar? No. Not even. Not for what you gave up for. For what he was in Arizona, he has been exponentially better than what. Hey, we cut Nick off. Can we cut him off? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you need to have another sling so you can. No. So my my two things that I'm really interested in Jair, and I'm really interested to see how okay. that the rookie linebacker comes in and if he can. If he can plug some holes. So okay, so so Jimmy, you said very specifically, Jerry Alexander hasn't allowed a catch in man to man. How often is he in man to man, and how many catches has he allowed overall? Uh, how bad is he in not man to man? Well, our our defense is run fifty fifty, and we run a lot of nickel. Um, so he's usually lined up on their number one on the outside, and I think against Will Fuller, he had eight targets in man to man coverage with one pass breakup. Sorry, not eight targets. He had eight passing downs, one target, zero catches last week. That's what I'm seeing here. And you think he's going to be lined up against Thielen because you think Thielen's are number one? You're saying well, Jefferson? I mean, oh, yeah. Who, well, who have you even... I mean, Thielen week one, but I'm assuming Galladay was out for the Lions. He Thomas wasn't. was out for the Saints. Yep. Julio was probably out for the Falcons. He's on, he was on Ridley. Ridley's having a ridiculous year, and he shut down Ridley. Ridley had zero catches against him. Okay, I personally, I think Ridley is... Ridley is averaging nine catches a game. He is, but it's a team that is consistently down a lot, and I, I wonder how much of that is volume-based when teams are setting back. They were down a lot against us, and okay. he had zero catches. 
Tampa Bay. Uh, Mike Evans. Godwin's out. Evans came in, yeah. Um, a game they blew out. But Granted, Gronk had a game. Problem there. Yeah, Gronk had a game. And then Houston uh, doesn't really have a true, you know, what what I would call a true number. They have two first-round picks at receiver. Well, that, that doesn't they're mean not, anything. Kurt Williamson was a first-round pick, a wide receiver. <laughs> so was Treadwell, okay? Treadwell, so, so yeah, no, so you're, great great point, yeah. So you're having a great, a great year. Um, obviously, a player I love who we talked about, you know, if you've uh-huh. been a friend of the podcast – it was the number one player I targeted going into that draft for Minnesota. I was very, I was very annoyed with that Green Bay um, draft because it was good. Yeah, yeah. And, and Green Bay ends up getting... Now, the secondary pick from Iowa hasn't actually panned out as well as... No, Justin uh, Jackson. Justin, yeah. Um, or jo- Josh Jackson? Justin, Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson, yeah. sorry. Justin Jackson is uh, a running back for... But yeah, Jair uh, against Thielen will be fun because you're right. I think Thielen, now how much of that was in garbage time and whatnot week one... Who knows? But Thielen did have a decent week against Jair. Uh-huh. Um, Ed, what? I mean, let's bring it over to the Minnesota to, side. Real, real quick, just to, to butt in there, uh, King was out last week, and Jackson is starting, so I'll be curious what that health report is because, like you said, Jackson hasn't proven himself as a number or a second-round pick, and he might have to line up against Jefferson. So Either Jefferson or Thielen, whichever one. Correct. You know, formation dependent and whatever they feel dependent. And, right. And, and know, as... Status. As you all know, uh, this is being recorded right before the first uh, first injury report of the week. So we're so going to be wrong by the time you probably listen to this. So we don't. You know, we were also wrong on the Ngakwe. Like I said, oh yeah, Ngakwe is going to be here. We're going to extend him, <laughs> and of course not because yeah, by week buzz, we get a, we get it. It's yeah, we get a pass on that. We get a pass on that. Uh, Good let, times. Let's swing it over to the Minnesota side. Obviously, um, you know, a little bit of a different mentality coming into this game. I think most Minnesota uh, uh, fans, you know, look at this as a game that if you had to win one the rest of the way, it's probably the one you want, right? Um, but a lot of new faces, a lot of people struggling. What are you looking for out of this game? And, and is there any optimism? I mean, there is optimism looking towards the future. Um, but here's here's the thing. All right. Future as in Sunday or future... <laughs> No, future as in future years, right? Because oh, God. <laughs> with what I mean, twenty twenty one, Mike. If, if, if you're brutally honest as a Vikings fan, the season's done. You're one and five. Yeah. It is very unrealistic. You're going to end up anywhere near a sniff in a playoff, based on what I see in the NFC teams. You just year. traded one of your best pass right. rushers. And I'm sorry, I don't care what Rick says. Rick I don't says, either. "Oh yeah, we're still trying to win all the games." No, you're not. You don't trade away Ngakwe. Well, if you're trying to try. win games. They're a negative value, too. They, right. They, so, yeah. um, so you're looking towards the future. Honestly, I wish we had a different head coach going into that future because I, I think we need a fresh set of eyes. We need a fresh um, offensive perspective because that's where the league is going. Um, but that's unfortunately not where we're at right now. Maybe we'll get there at the end of the season. I don't know. Um, but you're looking at some of these young players. We're going to get a great opportunity to see a ton of young talent on this team play against a really good football team in yeah. Green Bay. We're going to get to see some young D-linemen get their chance. We're going to see some young linebackers get their chance, some young corners get their chance, and we're going to see more of Justin Jefferson. Right? He's going to be going up against some – if he's going up against Jair, he's going to go up against a really good cornerback. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get to see can he make his moves and, and still fool some of these really good cornerbacks. Now, obviously, seven games in to Justin Jackson – uh, Justin, no. We got Josh Jackson, jo- Justin Jefferson, <laughs> Justin Jackson. Jackson Jefferson. Going on Justin right Jefferson. Now. Just Justin Jefferson. Like seven, seven games <laughs> into Justin Jefferson's career, obviously is way too small a sample size to prove out that he's going to be good in the NFL. But I think I mean, everything it is what it isn't. 
But it is, but it isn't right. So we everything we've seen from him so far is he's making all the right moves, he's doing all the right things, and it, it looks like a home run draft pick. Does that sustain through the years of his career? We'll find out. But to see more of that, to see more of that development, to see more of of that against an elite level talent, I think is going to be um, something that you can look forward to the rest of the year at a minimum and see. Okay, listen, this kid is going to be really good. So pair him with a quarterback and get these guys set up to where. That's your team for the next decade and a half. Yeah, and I think I think you have to be excited about that as a Vikings fan. Yes, this year is is might be lost, but you have some really cool things to look forward to, and and to see that growth, and then just build on that into twenty twenty one. Yeah, and and I think for me, what I'm excited about is we have tape on Green Bay, right? We we played a game against them mm-hmm. this year, and so you have young players that. Uh, if you remember week one, we were forced into a couple guys that we didn't want to start starting. Right. Um, and so I think I'm excited to see how some of those players make adjustments against one of the best players to ever play the position in Aaron Rodgers, right? Um, I'm looking to the offense right now uh, as well with, with Jefferson, right? That That's kind of almost set for me, right? I just... The offense has moved the ball at times this yeah. year. It really depends they, on They've been way more consistent than the defense. We're going to see Jefferson flashes here. If Dalvin plays, great. If not, whatever. I'm not too concerned about the offense. I'm looking to see what adjustments the defense can make for some of those players that right. played that game one. Uh, how do you come into a tough environment, Lambo? Even though there's no fans, it's going to be colder, right? It's going to be an outdoor game. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a great experience for some of these younger players, right? And, and I hate to be talking about a game like that, right? Because anytime you're saying it's a good experience, you know, and you're it, it sucks, right? Because you guys are sitting here staring down potential Super Bowl aspirations, right? And, and we were there a couple years than the last couple years. Um, it's fun when your team is five and one, four and two, anywhere like that. You've you've got um, got expectations, right? Even last year, both of us, we were two of the last teams standing uh, when it came down to the NFC. Obviously, things have gone different directions this year. But um, I think if Zimmer is going to stay around, uh, something that you and I don't necessarily agree with, then he's got to prove that the players that were there week one and, and that the fact that he coached week one, right. we need to see an improvement. And I don't care if it's Rodgers. And it, historically, he's done a great job at slowing Rodgers down. He didn't do it this year. So let's see what he can do. So this, this, this is kind of like the apples to apples. Impress comparison. me. Yep. Hold them to 20 points. I don't care if we lose 20 to 10, but have the defense come out and play a decent game. Like, right. if they throw 40 up, I mean, come on. Well, then, Mike, you, you, said, you, you said you want to see some of the young guys on defense. Give me one guy that you want, you would like to see either improve or someone that didn't play week one that you want to see like well, shine I mean, and show promise. I don't, e- I don't even know half the D-line at this point <laughs> that's going to be rolling out, but... Um, Pick a yeah. name from a hat as well, or a D-liner. I, you know? I think, obviously, right, you know you know the safeties are set in, in, um, in Harris and Harry they? and, and Harris right come, now. Is I Harris mean, coming again, back? There's rumors. I, I think for me, Jimmy, it's the corners, right? Okay. All of our corners are 23 years of age or younger. Um, I, I think that's where it starts for me in, in the Gladney and, and Dantzler. Um, we've seen flashes of solid plays with them. I think you look at the Seattle game. They made a couple mm-hmm. of nice plays, but then they also were in position they, they to made, win a game. Then they, they could, made some right? just like boneheaded. Where I don't and that's going to happen yeah, exactly, for rookies. But, but let's see if they can they can do that now against a Hall of Fame, again, one of the best to ever play that position. Is, in his playing, I'm not going to say he's playing in his prime, right? I, I, Rodgers is playing fantastically, but I don't think he's peak... I don't think he's peak peak Rodgers. I think he's playing about as best as he could right now for 36-year-old Aaron Rodgers, yeah. um, which is still better than 
What ninety percent of the league? We brought up Brady uh, earlier. Like they, they're able to adapt their game and play at a peak level. So it's a different game than it was. But corners, that's where I'm at. I want to see the corners, yeah, corners. against yeah. Rodgers. Got it. And outside of Devontae, these corners are covering guys that you know aren't really superstars right. or haven't proven themselves in the NFL right. quite yet. So they're learning Rodgers and his ability to, right. to throw. The ball to where a receiver is right. supposed to here's, be. Here's a crazy stat line I'll throw out. There was two catches by receivers last week not named Devonta Adams. Both were Malik Taylor for six yards. Hmm. And we destroyed Houston. Like, Devonte was our only... Are you sure it's not pronounced Tuller? It's <laughs> Tony. 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 Um, all right, so, so yeah. yeah, I guess for me, it, honestly, it's the corners. Um, I think Eric Wilson, uh, Eric Wilson's a weird player because a lot of Vikings Twitter hates him, and other people. I've always kind of liked Eric Wilson. He's a he's a boomer bus guy. Like he's a high energy guy. I like I like seeing him. he flies around Seattle, the field. You watch that Seattle game, right. man. He had the pick, like the one handed pick oh, against yeah. Russ. Like that was I think that was Russ's first interception this year. Like yeah, he had he shows up on the stat line, but you also see him. Burnt occasionally on some over pursuit. So, what? Let, let me ask you this. Um, you know, coming into potentially this game, and, and even uh, let's just talk about the rest of the season here. Um, what are some areas, or maybe there's not multiple, but uh, if you had to, if you had to pick a weakness for this team for Green Bay right right now, and, and maybe as you move, uh, what would it be? Um, obviously, you, you've got one of the best running backs in the NFL, one healthy in Aaron Jones. You've got one of the best receivers, Devontae. You've got Rodgers playing out of his mind. Um, is it receiver depth, or is it is it all on the defensive side of the ball? I, th- I think it was receiver two for me. Um, but we have a – I think other than Chicago, we have the most tight ends rostered. We have Mercedes Lewis, who's a hell of a run blocker. He's great in the game. Jay Stoneberger has been high – like. For us, like as a team, like they're really high in him. We have Robert Tanyan. Tanyan, sorry. <laughs> and then um, it's like Funyan. Yeah, yeah, I got it. And then Funyan. luckily, or un, I shouldn't say luckily, unfortunately, um, our third round pick, who was our H back, they wanted to have in the whole San Francisco model. Like he got hurt, so like we were really deep there. So we have these passing routes, and Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones, they're fantastic catching backs. So for me, it's that wide receiver two spot, but I'm not worried about it. Wait, so how is your rookie wide receiver draft doing? We're waiting till next year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You didn't draft a wide receiver, yeah? You... Yeah, it didn't need to. Yeah. I mean, and I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but jeez, my God, this is going to be the most prolific wide. It, it won't ever be passed. This the dra- the way this receiver draft. If you look at that's yeah into the third fourth rounds, Angry Bay didn't take one. You could have hit a home run in the third. I get the Jordan. Do we want to talk about missed draft picks? Yes. Do we want to bring that up? Wait, oh, hold on, hold on. Let's take a break. <laughs> we're, we're we're gonna go to break here, and then we'll come back and talk about your draft failings. <laughs> And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. No, I, I don't think it's fair to go into uh, into draft misses. And, and I'll, I'll be the first to say, I actually think, uh, I've said it before, I think that Spielman's done a really nice job overall drafting. I, I wish he wasn't tied to Zimmer. 
Um, I'm, I'm happy with the way we drafted, but that's a side I story. See, but here's he, the other thing: I don't think he's, he, I don't think he has tried to design. Right, and but whatever. That, but that, <clears> but the <throat> point as is, a GM, he has to say that's, that. That's 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 a different podcast. I understand the love pick. I do not. Okay, okay, you lose Aaron Jones, but you just said your biggest weakness. I asked the question, not even knowing where you're going to go with it. Yep. And you have a large amount of receivers that are playing out of their mind as rookies this year, and you didn't take one of them. I, I just, you could have taken just, you probably could have got Justin Jefferson. You probably could have got, you know, you had the capital to maybe move up and get one of these guys that fell to that 22, <clears throat> 23 range. And not even there, let's just move into, let's move into the T. Higgins range. Let's move into the Brandon Ayuk range. The you know, okay. Chenault. There's so <clears throat> many guys that are doing well. I just. I'm, I'm going to turn back on your point there. Uh-oh. I don't understand the Jordan Love pick. I, I don't. Do. I do. No. I don't. Not when you need a wide receiver. Are you kidding me? I mean, define need. Yeah, we're five and one. Like, I understand. Like, our offense. Define, can you imagine what this offense is with the second competent receiver next I, to Adam? Six and zero. Oh? I mean, I, I'll take a loss for that. Like, when you're planning for the future on some of these things. So, like, the the one thing that I'll, I'm going to stand by until he plays and proves me wrong is by drafting Love number one, we get a whole another year of control over him. Which you had a fifth-year option, man. Come on, it, it's a whole nother year. Like it doesn't matter. All the people that play the whole thing, the whole card with like years. Like I think that's huge. Two, our second it round really pick. Isn't if you end up our second round pick, him? AJ Dillon. So coming into th- this next year, Kevin King, who's our number two cornerback, David Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones, they're all free agents. We can't resign all three of them. I think AJ Dillon is a power runner. Like you have him. We're super high on Jamal Williams. Then Aaron Rodgers. Then why take Dylan? Because Aaron Jones is a free agent. So is Jamal we'll Williams. Look, well, look at how so, many rookie running backs come into the league over the last three years and have immediate success. You, you, Cook, you don't, you don't have them in the system for a year to you, do you anything. Running backs can come in. It's just boom, move a guy in, move a guy in, move a guy in. It's, it's all scheme dependent. It doesn't matter. You find an athletic running back and you can do whatever the hell you want. I just find the love pick because I'm not going to discredit an organization that's gone far Rodgers, right? Like, if love they think is the guy... I can't, there's really no place for you and I to argue against it because if love turns into whatever, but I don't understand that Dylan, take somebody that's going to help you. You lost the NFC Championship game last year. Yeah. You Not because of a receiver, because I, of a, we allowed it's, everyone. It's not because of your second running back either. Correct. So take, I don't even care if it's not a wide receiver. Take somebody that can get on the field and help you this year is my thought. And then that's just yeah, me. That's I'd be mad if I were you guys as a fan that your first two picks did not put someone on the field this year that is contributing to wins, even though you're 5-1. and one. Yes, you could win a Super Bowl this year, but doesn't it bother you that you had two picks that are not contributing in any way this year? Mike, I watched the draft with you, and when our pick came up, there was two players I wanted. One was Chase Claypool, loved him, and then I wanted Brandon Ayuk. Both players are having a really good year. So I'm not – I can't – I can't argue with you. Like, I'm with you. I would rather have seen those players taken – but, and you're five and one. Yeah, I guess that's you know at the end of the day. If you kn- maybe they have the future sight to know they're going to be five and one, and they're just and and they don't care. The end of the day, we we don't, we don't know. We just want Rashad Bateman next year, right, Mike? Let me let me transition this because I'm actually I, I'm shocked you said wide receiver too, Jimmy. But Nick, what about you? Like, is that the week? Because to me, you could put I, you could put us out there. Rogers is it doesn't as long as you can catch the ball. Right. If you got a, a guy that can run the routes and you got a, a guy that can put the ball in their hands. Who cares about who, the name? Exactly. So I, I mean, it's one of our weaknesses maybe, but as long as they're catching the ball, 
What about you know, run defense? Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say was run defense. Yeah, that's gonna be the biggest issue going forward for us, I think. Um, yeah, Calvin. next next Thursday, what? pick up San Francisco running backs. They seem to gash yeah. <laughs> Which one? Also, it doesn't matter. Well, there's <laughs> four, there's four on IR you. right now. My picture be me by then. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. One carry. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. and, and to kind of loss and a fumble. To, to kind of <laughs> circle back to my original point, like that's where I'm excited for Kamal Martin this week. I think yeah. him in the run game, he's a lot more athletic than the people we've had. And Who? I'm a, Kamal Martin. Who? Gopher. He's a former goofer. Could have used him last week. <laughs> Why would I have him last week? Okay. <laughs> it's a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so run defense. Um, run defense. That's my goal. Yeah. So. What about uh, second question? How how do you feel overall? You're five and one. Uh, you're tied with Seattle right now. There's some other good teams in Arizona. Um, we talked about Chicago briefly. We're, I think we're all in agreement. Maybe we don't see them as a, a true contender in the NFC, much less the NFL. Um, you have the Rams. You have uh, you know. I think we're gonna, just going to discount the the NFC East entirely. Um, so, what are your what are your feelings right now on just Green Bay and the NFC? And then, how do you feel overall just about, uh, there's obviously some very good teams in the AFC, I guess is how I'm, right, you have Baltimore, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. If I I have to worry about those games, I'll be feeling really good about myself. Right, and that's always been my answer, right, I don't get to say it as much as you, probably, but that's, that's, that's the exact answer that I give, right? If I have to worry about Patrick Mahomes... I'll worry about him for that game, right? But how do you feel overall? Then let's start with the NFC. Um, I mean, right now you gotta be feeling pretty good, right? Nick, I'll let you start. Yeah. Well, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know how the NFL is. Anybody can beat anybody in any given week. Yeah. It's, that's my opinion. Well, that's my hope for this week. So. Well, right. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> right now, as a team, you play him ten or times, we, or we will die. Nine. <laughs> But, as uh, individuals. You know, as I watched the games this year, I kind of got the 2010-2011 uh, feeling. Um, back when we went to the Super Bowl and won against the Steelers. Um, I kind of got that same momentum feeling. You kind of, you know, you, you lose a game here or there, but you're still a solid team. you got your weaknesses, but you, know, you can still pull through in the end. And, they rebound. And then, right. Yeah. So. No, this isn't basketball, Jimmy. This is football. There's no rebounds in, in football. Okay. And I, I, I need to be That's why Jimmy Graham didn't work out for us. I need you to understand that. Player. Are you okay? Was yeah, okay. I got it. I got it. No, um, for that to that point, uh, if there's one team, I'll kind of spin it differently. If there's one team I don't want to play in the playoffs, it's the Cardinals this year. Okay. Well, yeah. how is it not Seattle? Well, we're not you. Mike, so, Seattle sucks. Well, historically, so, things haven't exactly gone wow. great for you. Well, who just beat Seattle? <laughs> who just beat Seattle? Arizona. Also, historically, we beat them... Way back when Matt, we'll Matt Hasselbeck the was throwing the ball. Yeah. yeah, no and one cares about Matt Hasselbeck. Oh, jeez. Bostick! Whoa! Hey, now. <laughs> too soon. Way too soon. Refs! I, anyway, you know what? I don't have to worry about Mason yeah. Crosby if he's got to kick a 40-yard field goal in the playoffs, all right? The guy's 40. money. So, point being, before Mike interjected with his rudeness... I, if there's one team I'm worried about playing, it's Arizona. I'm glad we lost to Tampa Bay. Like, if we had to play a revenge game in the playoffs and Brady That's the one you want. that, I, didn't I, would rather, I would rather come up against Tampa Bay than Arizona because... Just like 2010 when we lost to the Falcons. We didn't show them shit. <clears throat> Arizona was so. And then if we end up against anyone in the, the East in the playoffs, well, then that's great. 
I have a question for you, though. Uh, Arizona Cardinals, are you most worried about Rod Tidwell? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, one side question. Is there a, like, a Green Bay unwritten rule that, or written rule, it must be written in stone, that any tight end you sign has to be over the age of 37? <laughs> Just, I've never seen that stone. Well, that's why that's why our third round draft pick had to be considered an H back and not a tight end because he's too young. Uh, no, I, I guess if I flip this back, my my thought on Green Bay is I think uh, offensively, right? You, you guys move the ball downfield when you have Rodgers, Adams, um, and, and especially Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams coming out of the backfield catching passes too. Uh, I'm not worried about that. I think where I look is that I like Tampa Bay's defense better. I like Arizona's defense better. I know people are going to come after me on Twitter, but just hang on. I like some of the playmakers on Seattle's defense better. Um, give them a little bit of time here. And and, and you're going to have teams that are going to change, right? The trade deadline's uh, a week from today. week from today. I think, it, yep, yep. Uh, I think this is going to be a really busy deadline. Uh Maybe seeing some Minnesota Vikings players moving out on the defensive side of the ball. But look for Seattle to bring in one or two veterans. I, I think if they shore up that defense a little bit, um, I just worry that of the four or five teams in the NFC that are there, that are true contenders, while offensively I think you can hang with all of them, I think that when we're all said and done going in after this trade line, I worry that your defense might be on the bottom of them. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not able to come out, but... It certainly makes it much makes more difficult, up no especially if you don't yeah. get the buy. Now you're in line right now. The, I, think it's, I think we it's are the number one seed. Do you have Seattle? Do you play Seattle this year? Yes. Yeah. You do, so that's uh, that's Pretty a talented. that's a massive Mike massive game. <clears throat> we went over the whole scheduling thing last week. Did you not, oh god! Did you not pay attention? Listen. Every time you talk about the schedule, you zone out. I zone out. I actually lied to you. I, I need you to lock in, okay? I lied to you. We don't. For the lock last time, we're going to lock in again. Lock it up. We're so going to go over this again. You, you play Seattle? No, we don't. No, you don't. We can say we put this out. Oh, well, let's see. Now, you really. I'll just be over here. Okay, this is. I'm just going to rattle it off real quick. We have the Vikings. We have the Niners on the Thursday. Whoa, 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 whoa. Note whoa, to whoa. edit. Well, first <laughs> off, why is Viking considered less than Viking? It's not. Yeah. See the way you implied it, it is. No, you assumed it. Why did you assume I meant oh, less I... by saying a queen? Did you? No, not at all. Hello, <laughs> Sorry, real quick. Vikings, <laughs> Niners, Jaguars, Colts, Bears, Eagles, Lions, Panthers, Titans, Bears. That's not that bad. I mean, you got to you you show up. You, yeah. you, we have Don't we have a couple divisional that. games. We have road games. And, and my mantra is with divisional games, they're always weird. They're always tight. No matter how bad the other team that is. That Tampa loss might hurt. Yeah, but like I said, like if if there's one team I'm not, I would rather play. No, from a tiebreaker standpoint. Oh, that one. I got you. I got you. Yep. That's all. Yeah, yep. it's conference and then also another team that might be in contention for that top seed. Yep. Um. So, all right. Well, I feel like now we gotta we gotta throw like five minutes of Viking stuff. This has been like a real quick. Podcast. You just you just know. you just asked a question. I had something no, to say no. until we got into that. What? Oh the. Oh, back yeah, to just real, how, quick, how you... real quick on the defense. Like the thing is, like our defense last year was so much better, and we didn't really change any players. So like I feel like our defense is underperforming. And honestly, Mike Pettin should be on the hot seat. Like relatively speaking, for or did us. I overperform last year? Well, that's just it. Like I'd like to know what that is. So I. 
I think they can rebound, and our offense is playing better. And in today's game, that's more important. So I'm I'm pretty confident, and I like where our team's at um, moving forward. Wait, are you saying you like where your team's at being the number one seed in the NFC right now? I mean, it feels pretty good, Ed. It feels pretty good. You guys know. Uh, oh. <laughs> wow, you guys can get out. <laughs> Who drove? Did you drove Mike? No, I no. did. Mike's sleeping over. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's fine. You can sleep with the dog. Uh, okay. uh, well, I mean, before we get into predictions, Ed, any any sort of any sort of positivity coming off a of bye where we brought up some players from the, the practice squad. We trade. We didn't even mention we trade traded one of our best defensive players so far. Uh, yeah. To Baltimore, uh, essentially traded pick forty for pick ninety in the the unique Ngakwe overall six deal. Games. You guys are gonna be very busy on day three again in the draft. Well, I, I think that well, I think right now we're already up to almost fourteen picks again because we have we're projected to get three you have like, picks. You have like four fourth round picks too, and four fourth, two fifth, two sixth, and a seventh. I think based on the trades, you lost a second in this. But you gained a How third. How the fuck does Jimmy know more about the Vikings draft picks than I do right now? He probably just free rolling it. He thought they played Seattle. No, I said we didn't play Seattle. What? Ed was no, no, you 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 usually said you did. I did, and Ed, 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 Ed's like, yeah, you play Seattle, and then we both were wrong. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I'll pull up your drafts. Anyway, so yeah, <laughs> um, derailed him. The good news is, Mike. The good <laughs> news is. Him. The good news is we recouped some picks out of that out of that Ngakwe trade, so that's good news. And we 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 clawed back I think about six million in cap space for twenty twenty one. Yeah, I mean, I think the glaring problem here, right? We all know. Kirk uh, Cousins. Yeah, it's you have you have playmakers on both sides of the ball that are younger, but right now I think. What is preventing this team from winning football games is Kirk Cousins. Um, so to me, unless you're going to walk away, you know, here's here's let me let me throw this at you, Dak. Unfortunately, no. injures. Why don't you give a call? No, Jerry. They're no. not. They just signed no. big term. No, 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 no. They did not. No, but here, but here's the thing. Okay, here's the oh, thing, Mike. He's he's on franchise tag right now. No, we can't afford that. Even right Cousins. Now, Cousins no. is healthy. They're they're tied for the top of the division, basically. Cousins you bring, is healthy. You bring for Cousins now? in, he wins the East. Dallas's problem, we get Dak after the rehab. No, no, Let's go! My grandpa's healthy. I don't want him at quarterback Let's, either. Listen, listen as, as, as crazy as Jerry Jones is, he's not that stupid. He likes Cousins. Does he? <laughs> yes. What? It's been it's been leaked. He likes cousins. He likes well, that. Not Kirk cousins. He just likes cousins. <laughs> okay. Oh. So okay. So okay. So oh. let me get this straight. In this in this. I want cousins earlier. for Dak. You want cousins for Dak? And Dak, I throw Dak. in a third. Dak, Dak. That's on an expiring contract. So you're immediately going to sign him to probably a twenty-five plus million dollar contract. No, I'd give him thirty-five a year. So you want to give? Okay, so let me be. I clear. think Jack is one of the best young kids. Make it happen. Okay, Mike, Mike. So let me bring up the cap, the cap issue here, and let me be clear here because th- this is exactly what you're saying. Okay, you're saying you want to trade Kirk Cousins for Dak. That's on an expiring franchise tag. Okay. Genius. Are, are you following me so far? Uh, yeah. The the Vikings will incur an extra ten million in cap hit right now. Okay, for trading that because that's the 2022. We'll work out a deal where they take some of that. 
No, you, no. It doesn't Gary's work that way. It's in the language. And then you also want to play Dak, pay Dak $35 million coming off of whatever injury he had. I yeah. forget what the hell he had. Well, maybe, maybe $29 million. So here's here's listen. The numbers will work out. It all comes out in the wash. All right. I, so you don't want to look get... at New Orleans. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to end up so, with a Trevor or a Fields. Basically, like basically, like what I'm saying is no, no. Option two, Jimmy, is that you do anything and everything to ensure that you have the top four or five pick to take one of those three. Well, I. No, but, I, but here's here. Okay, but on that draft pick situation, right? You're going to be able to trade up to wherever Houston's spot ends up being, and you're going to get your guy. Houston. Houston's pick goes to Miami. Miami assuming, already has Tua. Oh. Assuming that Tua doesn't fall flat. There, I would say that there's almost zero chance that Miami's going to pick another quarterback after they just picked Tua. It's the same staff. Well, also, I don't. You I have don't, to get. I don't necessarily years. think that Houston is incapable of winning a couple football games. The rest in, of the way. Incapable of winning a couple football games? No. Incapable of getting out of the top five pick? Kind of doubt it. Well, it's it's cra- that close right now. Crazy you so mentioned trade deadline, games. Mike. Um, Houston's shopping a lot of players, including Will Fuller, who the Packers have actually looked at. They've also talked about getting rid of J.J. Watt's contract. There's a lot of people on Houston that they're talking about selling the farm for and just bailing on this year. So it's an interesting team to bring up. But now you brought it up the Saints again. So Saints in, in 2021, based on the projected cap, you, you want to guess how much they are negative in effective cap space? Without looking at the number that that's on the screen? I just did, so I can't say it. It's red and it's at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Negative 83 million in cap space. Give that to Dak and sign him. So, Cousins or Zimmer? Who do you get rid of first? Cousins. Really? No, I get rid of Zim. Well, yeah, Mike, you need Kirk to trade for Dak, so he can't get rid of him. No, but, but listen, you have to think of, if we want a complete change of the organization, we agreed that it starts with bringing in, like, be enemy, a new coach that's going to change the culture. You have to do that and then allow them to get rid of Cousins a year or two from now. You, you, I would take the chance that you bring in the coach and the culture change that you want. Would you have rather gotten rid of McCarthy or Rodgers? Have well, you seen the Cowboys? True. Come on. Yeah, but that, I feel like yeah, that's a like, similar... No. Mike, Mike, do you want to pay Kirk Cousins $35 million for the next two years? No, we're already, he's basically guaranteed at this point. No, it's not, Mike. If you cut him if before you cut 2021, him before you March. save yourself $35 million freaking dollars. But you're also paying how many million? It doesn't matter. You save $35 million. And In you draft a lot of hard quarterback. Both. <laughs> Dead weight. Trade Zimmer to the Jets. <laughs> for Adam Gase. No, no. <laughs> I will come over to the dark. No, side no, no. Minute. Okay, no. Yes, you do that just so you can have the satisfaction of firing Adam Gaze. If I, you can get him and you trade him. It's like, all right, you're, you're not, not coming here. You're the fine. Vikings have traded for Adam Gaze and immediately fired him. <laughs> <laughs> but sign him to a no trade clause. All right, let's get into predictions. Uh, Obviously, I think we all know most likely where most of these are going, but you never know. Ed might have had enough gene at this point, but uh, <laughs> you've surprised me all year. No amount of gene can fix that. Uh, why don't we start over on the dark side, since I think sure. we both know where uh, the predictions are coming over here. So give me a score prediction and, and maybe, maybe a brief synopsis on, on how you uh, think the game's going to go. And a player to watch for. I me? All right. Um, score prediction, I'm going to say 34-20. Um, it's going to be very similar to the Houston game. We're gonna I'd be happy with that. We're going to jump out. 
you guys are going to have some luck in the second half and make it even. We're going to have a final score in the fourth quarter to put it up 34-20. Uh, a player so it's it's going to be 27-20 is what you're saying. At one point. In the fourth. So it's watchable. Or it could be 27-17 and then you have a field goal when you should have got a touchdown and then we drive down and score and put it up, put you out of your misery. I I mean, I hate division games, so I never I never put a big spread on them. So I think the the final line will be a lot like the first week. It's not going to be as close in the first half, but it'll be make a game of it in the third quarter. Okay. Guy to look out for. Oh, man. I I mean, I've harped on him a lot. I want to say Kamal Martin again. I, I think if he can shut down your run game, um, my prediction's going to be wrong and that score's going to be a lot different. But I, I like, I've been high on him since training camp, and I say look out for him. All right. All right, Nick. Nicholas. Thoughts. My prediction is 42. Oh, God. Yes. 31. Ooh, another shootout. So I yeah bet the over this week. That's right. Put the house on the over. You heard it here first. We, we want to make it but clear. Also we, we, are not, we are not telling you to put your house on anything. <laughs> this is not a gambling podcast. You do everything at your own risk. My apologies. Um, Actually, I think I bet .5 under, so that's a terrible point. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Well, I agree. I agree with James. I think it's gonna. The game is gonna feel a lot closer than the score is gonna tell. Mm-hmm. Um. Kirk has a great habit of coming out at some point in the game and maybe you know surprising us with one or two touchdowns. Oh yeah, and then uh, or five, and then somehow falling off. But uh, yeah, forty-two. What did I say? Forty-two, thirty-one. Yes. Yep. Um, player to look out for: Robert Funyan. Um, I think he's gonna. Rogers gonna throw for four. Ooh. Tunyon's gonna have two. Of the Love four, it. So we didn't talk about this, but are we expecting on both sides here? What are the thoughts on Dalvin and Aaron Jones? Are we going to see both of them, neither of them? Aaron Jones could have played last week. Um, it was our our training staff is notoriously cautious. Yeah. Same with Devonte could have played before the bye and didn't. Um, I think Aaron Jones is supposed to practice this week. We'll see it tomorrow. But re- regardless, like I think Jamal Williams is as we've seen capable. He's no Aaron Jones, but like it, I think he's capable. So. Also, Dalvin, we. I guess tomorrow. I, I, be, I haven't uh, heard anything, but yeah, I would. I would assume he'd be good. I mean, other than in short yardage stints, like I think Madison's really good. So I mean, I think we have really good backups, regardless of either team. Like Madison and Jamal Williams are great backups. So I also think Irv's going to have a touchdown this week. Oh, all right. One B to look out for, Irv yeah. Smith. Love Irv. Mikey. Um, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> no numbers. I think obviously a lot of changes, right? You, you lose, uh, Ngakwe, who I think had a sack in almost every game that he played, or maybe he had a sack. I think he had game. six sacks, yeah, though. Uh, except uh, for Tampa Bay, he is the only person to have a sack on Aaron Rodgers, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and then Tampa Bay, everyone did. You know, you've got Delvin, certainly you lose to a, a winless, previously winless Falcons team after playing really well against Seattle, and well against Tennessee and this team's just been hard to gauge right they've yeah. been all over the board um and I expect- oh, except on the scoreboard right I expected <laughs> some of that uh coming into the year right with all the rookies that we knew we're going to have to play um obviously didn't expect to be without Daniel Hunter without Anthony Barr for a majority of the season I think that's hurt us defensively the offense is uh played relatively well, right? Well enough, uh, with the exception of Cousins. Cousins, obviously, yeah. 
struggling this year, it's, which is unfortunate because if Cousins was playing well, I think that they would have overcome and, and maybe have a, a couple more wins under their belt. But Mike Zimmer coming out of the bye, I think has had a lot of success. Uh, That's had a lot of failures, though, too. Mike Zimmer also against Aaron Rodgers uh, is one of the coaches that is actually, with the exception, obviously, of week one this year, has done a great job at slowing Aaron Rodgers down and making other elements of Green Day beat you. And so I think this is a game that everyone, myself included, right, you're, you're kind of saying <laughs> we're on to week eight. Uh, Minnesota has no chance in this. They just lost Gokway. Rodgers is rolling. They're 5-1. and one. NFL is weird this year. I think Zim coming off the bye, Minnesota makes a game of it. Um, I'm going to say 27-24 Vikings win. Mike, not to bash you, under current head coach, the Vikings are 2-4 and four in their six games that have come directly after the bye week. Well, that's what it is. Ed was into that, and I had to, I had to find 24. it. 27-24. Is, is it a Dan Bailey game winner? No, no. Oh. It's not. It's, it's Rodgers actually has the ball with a chance to win it. Oh, really? and, uh Against all the... the and Cam Dantzler? Hold me closer, Tiny Dantzler! Ah. Gets an interception. Say it ain't so. Hold me closer, Cam And, and look for, look for Fenny Adenabo to... Uh, oh. Four sacks! I think I think two. I think two sacks. Two plus. Much more. I did not see that coming, Mike. I, you know what? It's, What's his it's name? COVID. I'm sh- I feel shocked. Anything goes. I feel shocked. Vikes win 27-24. What was that guy's name? Efedi Odenabo. Got it. Got to look up. Spell check. <laughs> I-F-E-A-D. It doesn't matter. He'll correct us. Whatever. Yeah. So, I mean... You know, I'm just yeah. You know, Why not? Division Why games not? are weird. It's true. They are. Vikings win. Thirty-four. Oh, oh! Told you. Twenty-eight. Okay. How? All right, all right. Close game. All right. Game winner. The Vikings defense almost gives it away. Four short. Oh. All right. All right. And player to watch: Justin Jefferson. He goes off for over two hundred. Whoa. Takes one out of Devontae's book, Just eviscerates your defense. Can it all be against Jair? Yes. Because I'm pretty sick of hearing about Jair. Mike, you wanted him on your team. Well, wanting the guy on your team and being sick of him when he's not on your team is not mutually exclusive. Right. That's why in two years when we don't pick up Rogers' contract and you guys have him, Mike's going to be all over I already told you what happens when that happens. Listen, I will be done. If, if, if we pick up Rodgers and he gets us a Super Bowl, I don't give a shit. I know. I will not. I won't cheer That's for the Vikings. No. Bullshit. You will not. Fire. will not. I already told these guys. I've, I've had he the same it. message. Every I hate Rodgers. As a person, well, as everything. Have you ever met him? He's a great athlete, but I wouldn't get the beer with the guy. You know? No. Well, he's a Scotch guy. Ugh. Wow. Is he a Scotch guy? Oh, yeah. Big Scotch guy. Oh, no, you're changing it. You were talking about Scott I might have a scotch with him, but I will not cheer for him. Okay? After the Tampa Bay loss, he's like, yeah, it's definitely going to be more than a two-finger scotch, right? <laughs> I'm always like a recurring guest on Pat McAfee's podcast. Now we just oh, it's great. All the time. Him and AJ Hawk, yeah. yeah. Tuesdays with anyway, Bay Ranch. So we basically got a split decision here. Two on two. Shocking. <laughs> yeah. Not me. Uh, your, your player was not, Justin not Jefferson. Not me. Some hey. 
guy that hey, I can't pronounce. I know, I know the position. I just... Uh, one more bonus question. Uh, late bonus. You guys are five and one. Trade deadlines in a week. Mm. One player potentially Will on Fuller. the team that you could bring in. Will Fuller would be the guy. Irv Smith Jr. <laughs> this not, not for sale. <laughs> but you could get Rudolph. No. Well, we probably. He's old enough. He's old enough. He meets the criteria, so we might <laughs> get him. Can we interest you in a gently used Anthony Harris? No, because we have Savage and yeah, Amos. I couldn't trade you Harrison Smith. Can we just do an agenda used Harrison Hand? Who? Harrison Hand. Harrison Hand, one of the premier corners in the week. Oh. Practice squad, possibly. Like, oh, might Cam Dantzler might make us. He might be the guy everyone's talking about after this week. I don't know yeah. if it's going to be for good or bad reasons, but. <laughs> His head was on a swivel. He didn't know where the receivers were at. <laughs> he didn't know where he was at. Uh, <laughs> well. Once again, we've gone well over the uh, allotted time limit. Mike, this is Vikings versus Packers. This is this yeah. is a special occasion. Go for another hour. Don't give me started. Minimum. We'll have to do this show if we meet in the playoffs again. <laughs> oh yeah, Mike. What Mike. year will that? Be? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you know damn well we ain't doing another show with these guys this year. It's over. Well, maybe we'll bring them in for it's a playoff preview over. show. Yeah, when they're in it. Well, you said we we're gonna do that podcast after the Packers season is done so I didn't think Ed did podcast after the Super Bowl but God. you can bring us back and we'll talk about the draft we could talk about what running back, quarterback, fullback hey, cool. what's, what's, what's that, that called coach? That's the, draft. That's, that's, the draft. That's, that's the draft that's the draft now we'll draft 16 receivers this I year. hate everything it's okay. no you don't hate spoken like a true Vikings fan Mike they're there That's going to do it for this show. Justin Jefferson's going to do the Lambo Leap this week. Oh, real original. <laughs> Four times. Whoa! Oh. A Moss-esque uh, performance. Oh, come on. What a disgusting act. It was disgusting. We probably do have Joe Buck. Uh, oh, he might be doing the... Oh, I swear to God, if we get Joe Buck, I'm not watching. Or I'm muting it, at least. I, I don't want to see him do that just to see... Just to hear if Joe Buck has the exact same reactions. Because, <laughs> <laughs> fun fact... And then he points to the booth at Joe Buck. Justin Jefferson's <laughs> number right now? Uh, yeah. Same number as Randy Moss's rookie number. Did you hear that? Remember that from last week? Because I listened. Anyways. Uh, that's it. That's it. I think that's all we got. That's it. I don't that's think we have anything else. No. So all we get to do, Mike, is we just get to say, you know, Skull Vikes, let's go. Skull Vikes.